What's going on and welcome into a game day edition of the Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. I'm Daniel Salerson. The Pelicans finally return home as they welcome in the Dallas Mavericks. Unfortunately, after tonight, they hit the road again for two more games, but it was a very successful road trip for New Orleans, a two and one trip with wins against the Utah Jazz and the Los Angeles Clippers. And of course, last night, in case you missed it, you better not have missed it. The third episode of The Squad was released on Pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app. And of course, you can also watch it on Twitter at Pelicans NBA. And uh, the person who is behind all of that is Shanika Dabney Henderson, Vice President of Production for the Saints and Pelicans. And she joins us today on a very special podcast to take us behind the scenes on how it all gets put together. Shanika, welcome to the show. Your first time on the podcast. Good to talk to you. Hey, Daniel, I am very excited and honored to finally be on the big Pelicans pod. I made it, Mom. (laughs) You did make it, and it's awesome to have you on because, look, I watched last night. I've watched all of them, and you and your team do a fantastic job with this series. I think everyone looks forward to it. I know on our road trip we were talking about making sure we wanted to watch it, but uh, before we get into how it gets put together, um, where did the concept come from? At what point were you all deciding, hey, let's do something behind the scenes with this team and kind of really show uh, what goes on, whether it's at home or on a road trip? Yeah, you know, um, so Daniel, I joined the Saints and Pelicans back in 2019, um, <clears throat> which was the season that never was for the most yeah, part. Exactly. Um, but it was during that year when I was really kind of getting my feet wet and also working closely with Doug Tatum, um, who is the vice president on the digital side. And we were talking about all of the excitement around Zion and these new faces. Um, you know, Lonzo was there at the time and Brandon and all of these people. And how do we tap into that? So because I had started just as the season was starting, that wasn't really the right time to launch into something like this. But we did try to get our feet wet all star weekend. We went behind the scenes with the guys. Um, Zion was at at All-Star that year, um, Nikhil and Brandon. So we did these behind the scenes uh, of their experience at All-Star in Chicago. And we looked, we saw the way fans reacted to that, how they were so eager to consume that type of content. And just the fact that we have these really dynamic personalities on our team. And so that really, at that point, gave us that the nudge that we needed that once we did get back to sort of a normal season and a normal cadence, that this was something we were going to want to do and and be much more thoughtful about it. And, um, you know, go beyond it being just focusing on a big event, but really looking at the, the guts of the team from start to finish. And when you look at how this season in particular started with coach green, it almost has that same vibe of the 2019 season where people saw it as a, a fresh start and a page turn. And there's all these questions and curiosities about what the identity of this team will be. So this felt like the right time to do it. And we've got a normal season. And um, and I love that fans seem to be responding to it the way that we thought that they would. Absolutely. Fans are enjoying it. We're all enjoying it. And look, I feel like this doesn't happen without the access that you're able to get. So how nice is it to be able to grant the access that you all are being able to get not only at home but we talk about on the road on the plane when this team eat brunch I mean basically everywhere this team goes um your team goes how how nice is it to have that kind of access in order to tell these stories look it's amazing and we can't be more thankful for the trust really that we've gotten from the operations side um David Griffin Trajan Swing Cash um Matt Ryan and PR everyone um, they understand the value of content and they can appreciate what it is that we're trying to do. 
obviously, you know, our job is to just be a fly on the wall and to be respectful of the fact that we're being invited essentially into their home and we're guests. And so really all we want to do is, you know, be able to give our fans a glimpse into the things that the folks who've been traveling with the team for years now have been talking about. Um, Ashley Amos was one of our videographers who's been, you know, she was with, she was one of our videographers. She's now actually on the operation side, but she had been with the team for years now and talked about all of these different stories that all these guys have. And so now we have an opportunity to actually tell those stories. And, you know, like I said, we're thankful that the operations team has entrusted us with doing it. They, they, they get it. They get that this is what our fans want. And, you know, it's our job to make sure that we tell those stories the right way and do it in a way where we're not in any way distracting from what's most important, which is our team winning games. How are you able to narrow down these stories? Because you mentioned that there are so many things that you can talk about. One, just the games in general, but two, certain players going back to certain cities. Uh, yesterday touched on Willie Green going back to Phoenix, which was really cool to see. Uh, how do you all, when you when you break up these episodes, how do you all try to narrow down the certain storylines or kind of how uh, the schedule is like for the team? You know, it's all hands on deck. <clears throat> I lean really heavily on Chris Sims and John Mahody, who are, you know, the two production members who are embedded with the team. Chris is new to us. He's one of our videographers. John is one of our producers. And they're the eyes and ears on the ground. So I lean on them to tell me like, hey, did anything cool happen? Was there a moment that you caught? Um, and they give that information back to me. And then this, some of the stuff, Daniel, it's just, you know, it's obvious, right? Um, if there's a moment in the locker room that's huge and we were there for it, we want to bring our fans into that moment. The team event for Thanksgiving, we want people to see our team is out in the community. Our players are out in the community and they care about this community. Um, there's going to be some stuff, you know, I think the, the next big storyline we'll be focusing on is Zion getting back into the mix. Some of it, you know, some of these stories tell themselves, some of these storylines are low hanging fruit, but I give a lot of credit to John and Chris because we, you know, I, I, as the executive producer shape, you know, how we want an episode to go, but I can't do that without them giving me the information on what it is they're seeing and what they're experiencing. Or maybe it's that they, you know, they were at lunch and they overheard a player saying something and that sparks an idea of, Oh, we should do a feature on this or whatever it is. And so um, it's really a collaborative effort. It's really us all kind of leaning on each other and, and also leaning on um, operations and, and PR. And sometimes they come to us with stories. And I think that's really been the best part about this. People are bought in in the organization into us doing this series and telling these stories, people are invested and we get ideas, not just from production people, we get them from all kinds of departments because people are excited about telling the stories around this guy and they're excited around these guys and they're excited about this team. I was talking to you about this before we started taping. And for me, when I was watching yesterday, when you all were going game by game for some of these um, games on the last road trip, the long West coast trip, and then even coming back home to get the Memphis win, for me, it kind of has a last dance kind of feel just because I remember during those trips to the final when they were showing Michael Jordan, they were taking it game by game with some of the broadcast calls, with some of the locker room stuff, with, with things going on during the game. And I feel like I kind of had that feel, which was really cool to kind of think about that time when we were watching those 10 episodes. Did you did you kind of get that feel too? Or is it kind of more, you know, I know we talk about the features and, and highlighting these players, but 
is is that kind of a balance as far as you know talking about these games too and then also kind of going behind the scenes of what these players and coaches can tell about their stories Daniel, Last Dance is the holy grail of documentary, right. so I would not dare compare anything that I, that we're doing to that, but, but the I will feel say of it, that part of what we want to do is, yes, we want to tell stories about, you know, that are more personality driven, but the, the story of this team and its ups and downs, that is a huge story of the season that we can't ignore, and that includes the downs when we went through that long stretch where we're one game after another, how do you pull yourself out of that? And from this episode that we just released, you'll see Coach Green is talking about it. They came out that awful loss against uh, the Warriors. And he's he's delivering a consistent message of, yeah, we got to do better. We got to be better, but we will be better. And, and it's that confidence that you can tell permeates throughout the locker room. So we thought, um, and I really, again, want to give credit to um, – to John Mahody, one of our producers, hey, let me show a long stretch of practice of all the work that these guys have been putting in. And so we spent a lot of time showing them in the weight room, working out, practicing to show, yes, they're going through a bad stretch, but it's only motivating them to work harder. And that's a part of the story of the season. And what I'm hopeful for is that we'll look back when we get to the other side of this and somehow this, you know, this team has been able to overcome all these obstacles and injuries and maybe even make it into, you know, the playoffs that we'll have this, you know, this time capsule showing all of the adversity that they had to overcome, all of the things that they went through. And you know what, even if they don't make it into the playoffs, just showing that they never got so down on themselves that they gave up. They're a team that believes in each other and believes in, in themselves and the proof is in the pudding. You know, we're able to watch in real time how they are still, despite everything, gelling together, having fun together, making each other laugh. Um, and so, yes, you know, the squad is a, a part of it is, of course, telling the stories of the players, but it's also telling the story of what's happening, happening on the court and how all of that stuff really gels together, how these guys coming together as teammates off the court you can see now how that payoff is come, playing out once they're playing in the games because it's translating into wins. What's so cool about watching it is, look, I've been on every road trip so far and even seeing some of these things, I'm like, I didn't see that. Or, wow, when did they get this? It's, it's crazy how much stuff they are getting on these road trips. And you're right, those two have done a tremendous job all on the road. And that's really the best part about watching is just seeing the different things that even I don't even get to see while I'm on the road. With the team, how tough is it, though, when you're getting so much stuff, putting that together? Because that's not an easy process when you're getting so much footage, so much sound, and trying to narrow it down into an eight-and-a-half-minute package. Uh, what are the challenges of, of trying to condense it into a certain storyline or, or a couple storylines for each episode? You're right. And it, you know what? What I will say is that I think our approach has been to try to get on the front end of that. So as soon as we're done with episode three, or really before we're even done with episode three, we're looking ahead to episode four. What do we know is coming up that we're going to want to talk about? We know the holiday season is coming up. What are our players going to be doing? Um, like I mentioned earlier, Zion getting back into the mix. Um, any big events happening, any team events happening. And so that helps to keep us a little bit focused. And then everything else, as, the, as my people here in New Orleans like to say, is lanyard. Yep. If we get a little something extra outside of these storylines that we've already kind of lined up, then great. We'll go ahead and include it. But it helps to if we kind of have some 
loose structure of what stories we want to tell as we look ahead to the next few weeks. We look at the matchups. Is there anything cool coming up? You know, some matchup that we want to tell a story about. And if not, are there things off the field? Are there stories about just people in the organization that we want to do? We did a little bit of that in the bubble. Um, where we would tell stories about people behind the scenes. You might've seen a, you know, a story around that time about one of our equipment managers. And I thought that was a really well done story where you're telling a story about, it's not sexy, but it's taking people behind the curtain who didn't even know that this role probably existed. Well, now they know, and now they see it and they feel that much closer to the team because they kind of get a sense of how the donuts are made. No, I remember that. And it was a really well-made, especially in that bubble, you know, or no, really know what's going on in there. So that was a really cool part of that um, for sure. Look, you tweeted about this this morning too. And I completely agree the chemistry on this team and look, the stuff that they're capturing, this is not stuff they're just doing in front of the camera. These guys generally like playing with each other. And I think that's hard to come by these days with teams, uh, especially teams sometimes that are going through a little bit of a rough patch. And luckily right now, the Pelicans are starting to play better. They've won three of their last four games, but, how much does it help to have the group of guys that we do here with the Pelicans as far as these guys, how, how much they get along? Well, I think it's everything. Um, you know, they, you can't fake it. We've got cameras in these guys' faces all the time. <laughs> and, yes. you know, you can fake it for a little bit. You can fake it at a media availability. But <clears throat> when, you, when you're just kind of in these authentic moments of hanging around and um, talking and on the practice, you know, we – the, our, our crew that is embedded with them, they get all kinds of moments. You know, we just don't have enough time to squeeze it all into the, you know, short little 10 minute window that we have. But it's clear that these guys believe in each other. They trust each other. They care about each other off the court. Right. And I think that lays the foundation for everything that we're starting to see now. It's all starting to come together and gel in some way. They're still dealing with injuries. They're still dealing with adversity but you see that level of trust in each other. And so I think that's what's been really fascinating about this journey for me, not just as a fan, but as someone who's you know, overseeing this, this series that we're putting together and documenting this journey for the team is thinking about what we felt on meet all the way, we can take it before the season even started, all the way back on media day, we felt the chemistry between these guys and they were, you know, they barely just started kind of coming together at that point. But you could tell that there was something special happening and that a lot of that started with Coach Green and uh, how, you know, kind of the messages he was sending to them and what he was telling them was important. And just the tone that he has set in that locker room, all of these things, we've we started seeing it before the season started. And like I said, to be able to bring fans in on the stuff that we've been seeing and let them be a part of it. It's awesome. I, I tell you, it has been a really cool thing to be a part of. It's been a really cool thing to watch. And I'm not just saying that it's been fantastic. And I was so glad to be able to watch it last night. And if you haven't watched it yet, where the heck have you been? It's been available for almost 24 hours now on pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app. And you can watch the full thing on Twitter as well at Pelicans NBA, Shanika Dabney Henderson, the brains behind the operation, vice president of production for the saints and the Pelicans, her and her team, have done a fantastic job of the first few episodes. And I already saw the tease with Zion in there and Devontae Graham from that road trip that we just got back from. I'm really excited for the next episode. And Shanika, I really appreciate you coming on to talk about it. Thank you so much, Daniel. Thank you for having me. There she goes. Shanika Dabney Henderson, again, does a fantastic job with not just putting together the squad, but everything related to Pelicans and Saints production that all starts with her 
and she does a fantastic job with it. So the good news, Pelicans, again, New Orleans took two of three on the road trip as they defeated the Utah Jazz on Friday night and took down the Los Angeles Clippers on Monday night behind a seven three-point performance by Jonas Valanciunas, a career-high 39 points. And now the Pelicans look to add another win to their belt and add another winning streak to their belt as well. They've had a two-game winning streak, but now look to make it another two-game winning streak as they welcome in the Dallas Mavericks. The schedule is a little wonky this week as, yes, they play the Mavericks tonight, and then they play them again on Friday on the road in Dallas, and then the Pelicans will wrap up another road trip on Sunday afternoon or Sunday night, I should say, as they'll take on the Houston Rockets. Of course, we'll have another podcast for you on Friday and hope you all can make it to the game tonight. Again, tickets are still available, 504-525-HOOP. And don't forget, what a great kind of pregame show for you. If you haven't watched the squad, log on to pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app, or you can watch on Twitter following the team at Pelicans NBA. Until tonight, for Shanika, I'm Daniel Salerson. Thanks for listening to the Pelicans podcast presented by Zeke.